All right. Good motherfucking morning. Super duty. Tell them. Tough work. But your boys. Yeah. Logic. Printnificence. You know, live from the Batcave. Our respective studios. For those of you keeping score at home on the YouTube version, the Logic's background continues to evolve. <laughs> Dude's setup just continues to evolve every week. He's giving us a new look. <laughs> oh, man. I hey. hope y'all are watching this at home. You know, you see where you started. Spicy. You know I see you. I see you over there. It's very, it's very spicy. It's very, you know, robust. You're keeping it robust over there and interesting. For the, yes. for the viewership. Yes. I hope y'all appreciate this man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> My shit been the same forever. Every week, Elijah got a new background. It's just a new color scheme and shit going on. He went from plants to records to guitars in the background. <laughs> Are you watching this thing? We got curtains now. <laughs> I've got bongos in the back. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know. It's a little something for the people, man. I hope just, y'all just appreciate fl- it. Just flipping the little angle. You know what hey, I'm saying? Just changing hey. the angle up. You know what I mean? He has formulas. He has hey. formulas. You know, you know what? We, we update <laughs> our formulas. You know what I'm saying? We update. Update them. You know what I mean? No, but it's still just super duty tough work. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guru for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, you know, uh, if you if you have aspirations to do some fly video shit, you know, look at Illogic. You know what I'm saying? This man, every week, he he does a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit. It don't happen all at once. It's a little bit more. You know, camera's a little crispy, color grading a little sharper every time you see him out. You know, you ain't got to worry about that. Every keep coming with it. You know. And so we here, folks, you know, um, Glad to be back. We wasn't here last week, you know, but we back this week and, you know, we doing, you know, God's work out here, you know, spreading love to the people, uh, trying to do interesting topics. And, uh, this week, you know, we have to talk about a topic that is almost impossible to ignore. We try to ignore these topics. Trust me, guys. We be trying. I be trying to avoid it. Like, I hope everybody would stop talking about this so that we don't have to get into this shit because Lord knows we done done enough topics about this, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this week's topic is about the high price of getting off topic. And if you've been anywhere out in public, uh, you've seen everything going on with Kanye West and the fallout he is having. Uh, with several companies and shit over comments he made. And, you know, what I thought is that a lot of people will look at it from the perspective of, you know, uh, the specifics of what he did, Mm. specifics of what he said. But I thought for us and for our listeners, one of the biggest things that we can take away from it is that we always preach staying on topic. And this is one of the biggest, most egregious uh, fuck ups when it comes to getting off topic I've ever seen. And many of us will ever see. I don't know if we'll ever see anything like this. It's just it's unprecedented. Um, 
And, you know, everybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Like, my mama asked me about it. Mm-hmm. My mama's 76. Mm-hmm. She said, why don't Kanye got somebody around him who can just tell him to shut up? <laughs> she says, that is mama, the key. That is the key. Just shut the fuck up, bro. Just, shut up. just stop talking. Just stop talking. <laughs> just stop talking. You don't, don't got to apologize. Just stop talking. Shut up. Just stop talking. She, she was just legit sad for the man. Because mm-hmm. she was like, like the town my mom lives in Alabama, one of Kanye's aunts owned a little shop down there. Kanye's aunt owned a shop down there. Um, little thrift store, secondhand store down there. And uh, so my mom, I think has met her a couple of times. And, you know, my mom knows who he is and all that stuff. But she's just like, she's mom's just like, yo, after his mom died, clearly he don't have nobody around him who can just tell him to shut up. And he throwing away all this money. Why don't he get his money to me? I have, I have to do something with all that money. That's what my mom said. <laughs> Since he just want to throw the money away, he can just give it to me, you know. But uh, so that's how widespread this thing is, and and how uh, many people are seeing it. So we want to comment in on it in a way to kind of help artists um, get something out of this, and specifically know how to move forward and avoid these these types of situations. And the beauty of it is that you know this is a topic that was covered in social media cheat code. Mm-hmm. book i released over a year ago and it's a book that you know our supporters have been supporting heavily and i think we're going to tie this all in together because there's a chapter here that kind of speaks about this and it's kind of fucking prophetic because it, it basically breaks down this whole situation yes and how to avoid this mm-hmm. um and so that you can do that so we're going to get into what's going on with kanye um how to how to avoid these situations just a, a little uh you know uh, and throw our two cents in it. And so we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Word. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous, you heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come closer. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. All right, folks, we are back. Super Duty Tough Work. Y'all know what we're talking about this week, the high price of getting off topic. Before we get into this, we got a sponsor for this week's episode. This week's episode of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast has been brought to you by, sponsored by the new record, Listen to the Masters by producer DK and Ghetto Socks. Um, these are some Canadian brothers. This music is fucking dope. Uh, the album's called Listen to the Masters and uh, it's available on 
Black Buffalo Records, Fat Beats Records, vinyl streaming right now. The record is boom bap shit. It's classic hip hop. A lot of dope chops. The scratching on the record. Fucking crazy. Uh, by a guy named DJ Uncle Fester. DK produced all the beats. And uh, it's just one joint you can play front to back. You know what I mean? It's one of those in, in burners. Guess uh, features from OC, L the Sensei, uh, Mocha Only, Sky Zoo, CL Smooth, Rome Streets, many other cats on this record. You can tell by the features, by what I just described, what kind of record it is. Yeah. It's our, our kind of record. You know, go check it out. It's streaming now. Um, DK, I'm sorry, DK's uh, Bandcamp, where you can pick up the vinyl and stream and uh, MP3 version, is dkproducer.bandcamp.com. dkproducer.bandcamp.com. Go support this brother. He's a, a supporter of the show, he's an avid listener to the show. And uh, we appreciate him sponsoring this episode. And the album, once again, is called Listen to the Masters. And, um, you know, uh, there's a music video out there for the one with uh, Mocha Only and OC. Go check that out on YouTube. Go check out the album everywhere the album is streaming. Now, this week, (sighs) the high price of getting off topic, folks. We're going to start this episode off by sharing this New York Times article. About just a timeline of the things that have happened to Kanye West. And the title of this article is Kanye West faces costly fallout, a timeline. The entertainer has been widely condemned for a series of anti-Semitic comments. The fallout across industries has been swift. Kanye West has, has defined most of his career with smash hits and a healthy dose of spectacle and theatrics, helping to redefine the modern concept of celebrity along the way. For a long time, those disruptions were largely welcomed in the music and fashion industries as he cut new creative paths. But the rapper and designer, who now goes by Ye, has been at the center of several controversies in recent years after increasingly erratic behavior. In the past 12 months, he's been burning bridges in the music industry where he made his name. He was disinvited from performing at the Grammy Awards last spring and abruptly withdrew from headlining this year's Coachella Festival. In October, his, be- his behavior began to have an impact on the more lucrative corner of his empire, fashion, as he came under fire for marking a series of anti-Semitic remarks, including accusing Jews of a Holocaust against black Americans and wearing a shirt with a slogan associated with white supremacists. The fallout across industries has been swift. At Parrot. At fashion at Paris Fashion Week, Ye's shirt takes center stage September 15th. So this is the timeline. September 15th. In mid-September, Ye notified Gap that he was terminating their much anticipated partnership and said he will move ahead with plans to open his own stores. Gap said in a statement that their visions were not aligned. October 3rd, a little more than two weeks later, Ye held a surprise off-schedule show in Paris Fashion Week to present his fa- his latest fashion collection. Under his label Yeezy, formerly known as Yeezy, Y-Z-Y. Um, Ye began his presentation with a rambling speech in which he complained about his critics, but his own wardrobe choice overshadowed his other designs. Ye, Ye wore an oversized shirt with White Lives Matter on the back. The Anti-Defamation League has called the phrase hate speech 
and attributed its origin to white supremacists who began using it in 2015 in response to the Black Lives Matter movement. The shirt later appeared as a part of the collection and Candace Owens, the conservative commentator, accompanied him and was wearing one too. October 7th to 9th, Ye is restricted by Instagram and Twitter. Ye suggested on Instagram that Sean Combs, the rapper known as Diddy, was being controlled by Jewish people. Ye's account was, stri- was restricted by Instagram that day. A day later, he lashed out against Jewish people in a series of tweets. Ye tweeted that he would soon go Death Con 3 on Jewish people, a reference to the United States Defense Readiness Condition known as Death Con. The tweet was removed by the company, and Ye's Twitter account was locked for violating the platform's policies. The restrictions on Twitter and Instagram mean that Ye's account is still active, but that the rapper cannot post for an undisclosed period. The social media comments put his relationships with fashion and companies in jeopardy. Adidas, the German sneaker giant whose collaboration with Yeezy was estimated to be worth billions, said it had it. Said it had placed the relationship under review. A week later, Balenciaga, the fashion house that had partnered with Ye in his Yeezy Gap project and opened its runway show in Paris with an appearance by him, deleted pictures and videos of him from the show. Vogue Runway did the same, and Vogue Magazine said it would no longer work with Ye. October 15th, Ye's conspiratorial language heats up. During an interview on the podcast Drink Champ, Ye falsely said George Floyd died from fentanyl use, not from a Minneapolis police officer's kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than eight minutes. He also repeatedly accused Jewish media and Jewish Zionists for feeding the paparazzi frenzy and canceling his shows. October 17th, the parent company of Parler, a social media platform known for its right-wing audience, said Ye would acquire the site for an undisclosed sum of money. George Farmer, the, exec- the chief executive of Parler's parent company, Parliament Technologies, is married to Owens, the conservative commentator who had appeared at Ye's Fashion Week, October 21 to 26. The corporate fallout builds. Caring Balenciaga's parent company told Women's Wear Daily that Balenciaga has no longer any relationship nor plans for any future projects related to this artist. Creative Artist Agency, one of the world's major booking agencies, no longer represents the entertainer. The film and television studio, MRC, announced that it was shelving a, docu- a completed documentary about Ye. But the biggest and most anticipated breakup was between Ye and Adidas. On October 25th, after weeks of pressure, Adidas announced that it would cut ties with Ye after nearly a decade-long partnership. A move the sports apparel giant said would cost it 250 million euros this year. Forbes reported that the partnership accounted for 1.5 billion of Ye's net worth, and without it, he would lose his billionaire status. Despite Ye's just awful comments, Daniel Eck, the chief executive of Spotify, told Reuters that it would not remove the rapper's music from the platform because his music does not violate Spotify's anti hate <clears throat> policies. October 25th to 27th. The empire continues to crumble. Ye's enterprises beyond fashion also faced pushback. Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams and Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics said on Twitter that they were cutting ties with Donda Sports, Ye's marketing agency, because of the anti-Semitic remarks. On October 26, the organizers of two prominent high school boys basketball tournaments revoked invitations for Ye's Donda Academy team to play in national showcases this season. 
Ye founded Donda Academy, Academy last year in Simi Valley, California. The private school is named after Ye's mother, Donda West, who died in 2007. The school is not accredited and was built around online learning. The same day, the footwear company Skechers said Ye has been escorted from its corporate offices in Los Angeles after an unannounced and uninvited visit. That's it for this article. The end. This is on the New York Times. The article is Kanye West faces a costly fallout. A timeline. You know it's bad when Skechers don't even want to. Like it's Skechers, bro. Like it's not, it's not Nike, it's not Asics, it's not New Balance, it's Skechers, dog. Like <laughs> grandparents, grandparents wear Skechers, yo. Like don't no, don't no kid under the age of fucking forty, you know, fifty nah. wear Skechers, man. Like, come on, and they escorted you off. Like, nah, bro, your money's no good here. Yeah, your money's no good here. <laughs> No, for the next for the, every day for the next month we're gonna hear about somebody canceling this nigga. It's gonna be like yo, Kanye West and the YMCA severed ties. His right, gym, his gym membership got canceled. Yeah, <laughs> Blockbuster won't let him rent no more VHS tapes. <laughs> Sam's Club won't let him buy a hundred packs of tissue no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every week is gonna be something, man. Like, yo, Netflix canceled his subscription. They right. don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. Hulu's- the subscription giants revoke, <laughs> revoke Kanye's <his> subscription. subscription. <laughs> we don't want you watching our channel no more. We don't want customers like you. Oh man. <laughs> gonna block him from YouTube. You can't watch YouTube no more. <laughs> Oh, he can't watch nothing, man. You know, it's going to be bad, man. It's like, damn, fam. You can't even, you know, you can't even catch an Uber. Uber decided to not pick up Kanye. Lyft still undecided. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, DoorDash cool. won't deliver to his house. <laughs> Every day a new story going to come out. It's just like that. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you know you gotta laugh at this shit because it's a, it's a funny ello just to watch this shit go down you gotta laugh you know because some people are gonna be all it's such a serious shit but it's like the humor in this shit is kind of funny how they roll it out it's just like sketchers yeah. like right. sketchers <laughs> like I, that shit i'm like is that shit true or is sketchers just grifted is sketchers just trying to catch the wave you know what i'm saying like because if they say they would fuck with you that make them look good too because right, we right, know right. ain't nobody fucking with them Ain't nobody fucking with Skechers. But honestly, on some real shit, I believe it because your boy, your boy is he's on he's kind of desperate in in a way. Like I saw this uh video the other day where he was apologizing and saying Did he God apologize? Is, ain't nobody yeah. ever said ain't that ain't, see this out of media work. This out of media work because How come we ain't hear about no apologies yet. The company man, um, Justin uh Justin Hunt. Uh yeah. Justin Hunt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um he posted a video where I think it was actually just happened yesterday or a couple of days ago where Kanye was apologizing to um, black people about what he said about um, George Floyd yeah. and all that stuff and saying that, you know, God was testing him and revealed to him all this stuff and all this. But yeah, you don't hear about that. You don't hear about it. You know it. what I'm saying? We ain't but, heard about it. But it's crazy how all this stuff happened 
oh, now God is 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 testing you. God has mm-hmm. revealed something to you once, you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. no longer a billionaire. Once all these companies then left, now you getting revelations and shit. Yeah, yeah. Being broke take you closer to God, don't you? Yeah, being broke reveal a lot <laughs> to your ass. Some motherfuckers don't respect shit till it threaten their pockets, man. Oh, this, straight this up. Is, this is a, an axiom. This is bigger than Kanye West. This is human nature. Yeah, real life. You know what I mean? Like, you could tell somebody, yo, man, I need you to do X, Y, and Z this way. It's somebody you paying or in business with. Motherfuckers say, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. They think it's optional. To be mm-hmm. like, if you don't do X, Y, and Z this way, I'm not paying you. Oh, we got you, sir. Yeah. We got you. Straight Nobody up. care until they fucking pockets is threatened. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that way. And honestly, this whole thing with Kanye is 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 unnecessary. That's the worst part about this thing to me, is that um, this is something that no one on his level should actually go through. Right. You know, and you the reason that it's so rare and that it's blown up so much is that People at his level financially know better. Yeah. They conduct themselves as if they have everything to lose mm-hmm. all the time. Because they do. Yeah. Yeah. And they have you know. people around them to tell them, oh, oh, nope, nope, don't do Shut that. Up. Yeah, don't do that. Nope. Oh, run that by me. What you going to say tomorrow night? Run yeah. that by me. Run that by me. Let's Yeah, let's make some edits here. <laughs> exactly. Maybe you shouldn't say this. Maybe you shouldn't say that. Yeah, they're yeah. much smarter. Dude, just go off the cuff and think, you know. Yeah. Because he always have, though. He, he always, always has. And for every, and for every, let's say he says five good things, brilliant things, there's going to be the one thing that you say when you freestyling like this that ain't going to hit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna have the opposite effect, yeah. and this is one of those situations where I don't know what the fuck was going on the rest of the interviews. All I know is that this man is being hung out to dry, and they shutting off the water on him because he couldn't shut up. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to talk about the high price of getting off topic, uh, and this is a big example of getting off topic. And when I say getting off topic, it's really a reference to a chapter in this social media cheat code book, chapter six. It's called Stay On Topic. And it speaks about this exact fucking dynamic. Um, and I don't know if I've spoken about it here before, but the most challenging chapter that I wrote in this book was this chapter about staying on topic. And it was challenging because I knew that artists did not want to hear this shit. Everything else in here is like, yeah, we'll do that. No problem. Hey, yeah, we can do that. Oh, of course, it's, it's easy. But as soon as you tell a motherfucker that he need to stay on topic, though. Oh, man, fuck that. I'm just being me. I'm talking about anything. Mm-hmm. All right. Some people can do it. Some people cannot. Yeah. If you're not 2000 percent sure that you're a person who can do it and not say nothing fucked up. Do it. But it's rare. And because it's rare, my advice to motherfuckers is to stay on topic. You know, so. Now that we done read that shit about Kanye, I'm going to just read the intro to this chapter because I was reading this shit. And I was like, this shit is lightweight prophetic mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's, it's all of this shit that's going on right now. And for those of you at home, when you bought the book, you can get the book at waitlist.net. It's called the social media cheat code. I'm just going to read the intro to this chapter right here. And then for those of you who don't have it, you know, um, you can kind of see what the book is about just by this. And so um, chapter six, stay on topic. The phrase stay on topic is heard in a lot heard a lot in politics and entertainment, 
where people have to deal with the media a lot. Due to the high profile nature of those fields, being able to answer questions clearly and concisely is a must, especially since one public miscue could kill someone's career. This high risk. This high risk situation means that politicians and entertainers rarely ad lib or improvise when answering questions from the media. They also don't allow conversations to be taken into areas that they're not prepared to speak about. This is called staying on topic. How do they achieve this? With a lot of practice and by following a specific set of rules. It also doesn't hurt that they have publicists, managers, agents, and lawyers who coach them ahead of time on how to not only answer questions properly, but to also avoid answering questions that are deemed off limits. As an example, if you were if you were to go to the social media page belonging to an airline, what would they be talking about? Probably flight deals, miles programs, special offers, customer service. Each of these things are a core element of their business, so it makes perfect sense they would be talking about them. Similarly, if you were to go to the social media page of a bookstore, they would likely be talking about new arrivals, book reviews, classic books, and happy customers. But since each of these things are a core component of their business, it makes perfect sense for them to be talking about them as well. It seems so straightforward that artists should stay on topic as much as possible. Yet when we visit the social media pages of many artists, we see the complete opposite. Many of them talk about every topic under the sun except what they do, even though they have shows, interviews, video content and releases to promote. We barely see any of it mentioned on their social media pages. Instead, we get the latest in sports, television shows, relationships and politics. Everything except what we followed them for. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at Super Duty Tough Work at weightless.net. That's Super Duty Tough Work at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. The question becomes. If corporations have proven that staying on topic works, why do artists have such a hard time with it? There are many reasons. Very much. There's there's a lot of reasons. One of the biggest ones is ego. Who say that one again for the people. Ego is one of the biggest reasons that cats can't stay on topic because they feel like everything that they have to say is important no matter what they're saying. 
And in reality, that is not the case. I'm not following you for your advice on relationships. I'm not following you for this new recipe that you picked up yesterday. I'm following you because you're a dope rapper and you make dope video content as far as hip hop goes. So that's what I want to see. I could care less about, you know, your opinions on the president. You know what I'm saying? Like save that for your personal Facebook page. You cooking, man. Keep going. (laughs) I'm just, but it's the truth. Because on some real shit, the reason that I'm cooking is because I had to learn this myself. Yes. I you know what I'm saying? A, I think I've sent you many a yeah, text many like, a, hey. many a uh, text, hey, you should, probably shouldn't be saying, you probably <laughs> should delete that, bro. You know, and and I mean, honestly, I've posted shit in the past that has gotten me cooked. Yeah. That has gotten me attacked. That has got, and rightfully so on some real shit because yeah. I didn't stay on topic. And as you can see, the only time I post opinions is on my personal Facebook page. And if you follow me personally, and I know you personally, then you can see all that stuff. I post pictures of my family, kids, you know, shit that's happening in my everyday life. Other than that, I'm on some hip hop shit. Yes. Straight up. You follow me on Instagram for the most part, unless it's me and my wife's anniversary. You ain't seeing shit personal for the most part. It's Tell all them. music related. Tell it's them. all music related. It's all art related. It's all, you know, video related. Something that points you back to my band camp page and my and my um my website. Hello. That's what it is. You want my personal shit? You gotta follow me on my person. And if I don't know you like that, then you getting denied. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell them. Like, I I just don't understand how cats don't see. Because I didn't see it. So I do understand, actually. But it just takes some time to learn that. And Kanye is a prime fucking example. His ego is in the fucking way. And like we said before, he's an attention whore. He don't know how to not get in front of the camera, whether it's good or bad. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shit. You know, I'm cutting all kind of clips out of that shit. You just spit. You know it's coming. (laughs) You know it's coming. You going to be the first clip we dropped this week. Logic was in his bag from jump. He came out. His first bars was heavy. <laughs> but, uh, it's a hundred percent true. It's, that's why I wrote this shit because you know, as he said, there were definitely many times in the past where he would write shit, and I would text this man like, "Hey, you sure you want to be doing that? <laughs> you would be out there like that? You shouldn't. I don't think you should be doing this. You should delete that." You, sh- mm-hmm. you shouldn't post that. You shouldn't take, you, sh- you know what I mean? And uh, sometimes he wouldn't take it down and then it would just turn into this thing. You know, yep. motherfuckers would be on his head for days, weeks sometimes. People yep. still mad a year later about some shit on this fucking page he wrote. Mm-hmm. People who used to support him. Yeah. We're not here to tell you what the fuck to say on your page. We're here to tell you that there ain't no difference between what logic went through and what Kanye went through. Some people say, well, he said something different in this. You shouldn't be talking about none of that shit. Right. That's our position. Yep. None of that shit should be discussed on your artistic platforms. We know that people have some conversations need to be held in private. Mm-hmm. Everything don't need to be on social media. But, you know, as we said, the problem with Kanye is that Kanye is an attention whore. And so he's going to fall for all of this shit and he's going to walk right into all this shit because his ego is so big. He can't let the publicist come with him and tell him 
hey, Kanye, we not, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. He can't let somebody else handle his social media like other people at his level, you know? You think Mark Zuckerberg's typing his own fucking Instagram posts? Hell no. You think he's sitting there taking pics? And... He's not. You know? You think Jay-Z is doing that? My Dr. Dre. Jimmy Ivey. All these icons. Pharrell. You think Pharrell is handling his... None of these icons in the music industry are sitting there on top of social media writing a random thoughts. They all have people in place to, to do that. Kanye has, clearly doesn't do that. Kanye leads with ego. Yeah. That's what it is. He leads everything with ego. He can't let somebody else type his Twitter, you know, statements because then he wouldn't be free thinking. Yeah. You know, a lot of this shit is masked in stupidity. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, some, of the com- some of the comments that he says, it's like, dog, like, okay, oh, fine. You want to think freely? Cool. But yeah. don't fuck up your empire in the process of you thinking freely. You can think freely on your own time. In private. You can in think private. freely in private. Free thought, free thought of is not for, for public figures. We don't want to see you any more than we don't want to see uh, uh, certain motherfuckers freestyle. No, right. we we pay to see a concert to see you perform this song. Not to just be doing whatever the fuck you want to do. You know? And uh it's the responsibility that comes along with being a an artist. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to this because something we just talked on, which we didn't talk about, because some people still ain't gonna get this concept. So we wanna talk about like why you should stay on topic. And so uh we wanna talk about why you should stay on topic and then we're gonna get into like um how to stay on topic, two specific things. But uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you, as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip-Hop Artists. And the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip-Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip-hop today. Um, The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip-hop, along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast the 10 traits of successful hip-hop is for you second book is the social media cheat code that is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media it's not for super experienced people it's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need so what we did is i broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, folks, we are back from break. Once again, this week's episode is sponsored by the new album, Listen to the Masters by producer DK. 
and Ghetto Socks, which is out now on Black Buffalo Records and Fat Beats. We know Fat Beats. Fat Beats is a staple in hip hop. You know, they got the vinyl for you, the stores for you. This album is available on dkproducer.bandcamp.com. Album, backslash album, backslash listen to the masters. Um, boom back, classic album. You know what it is. Sample chops, crazy cuts on it. Um, shit. Sky Zoo, guest appearance. OC guest appearance. Elder Sensei guest appearance. Uh, Mocha only guest appearance. CL Smooth guest appearance. I ain't heard a new CL Smooth verse in a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm his verse uh, is dope. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. It's dope. Uh, little known trivia: CL Smooth was the first rapper I really tried to sound like. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely had my CL Smooth moments when we first started recording. I was trying hard, man. That's funny. <laughs> so, you know, he always has a place in my heart. CL Smooth. But yeah, support this brother DK and the album List of the Masters is out now everywhere. Go support him. He's a supporter of this podcast, making dope music. And it's dope that, you know, the people who sponsor episodes of this podcast are actually dope. We feel good about promoting this stuff. And so we we want to thank y'all uh, for helping this thing keep going. You know, we've had a few going the last few weeks and all of them are records that, you know, I, I fuck with. Like, yeah, this is fire. And so, you know, if, if it's certain type of thing that we fuck with, then we'll do the sponsorship. So thank you guys for um, supporting us and support this man and his album, which is out now. Go to Bandcamp, pick up the vinyl, pick up the MP3, stream it, check it out, check out the video. And um, on with the show. Now, from this book, and as I said, this book touches on all this. And so, you know, like we was talking off air and the logic was saying that like, the, even the way that we're covering this is staying on top. Yeah, this is a great example of staying on top. Yeah, it's very well done. It's like we're staying within certain parameters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about some social issue, or you know, some some popular shit that's talked the news. You know, what yeah. I mean, but it's pointing back to a product. It's pointing back to something that you know we are promoting. Yeah. So, even though we're talking about current events, we're still utilizing that to point back mm-hmm. to something that we do purchase from us, something yeah. that we do. Yeah. It's like, it's not a, it's not a leap from us. It's like, oh yeah, we already got this shit. And it's also ties into us helping other artists, Thanks. which is, which is really what we do every week. We here to help fucking artists. And, and part of doing that is like telling you what to avoid. And so, uh, you know why you should stay on topic i'm going to read this part from the book and this is very important there's like four reasons and you'll as i read these or five reasons um just think about this kanye situation why you should stay on topic reason number one stronger branding your brand isn't defined by what you say it is it's defined by what you do consistently the more often people see you doing what you're known for the more they associate you with that thing and the stronger your brand i.e. your reputation becomes in their minds jumping from topic to topic and not focusing on what people know you for is the fastest way to weaken or destroy your brand but when your brand is strong people will find you whenever they start looking for the product or service you provide simply because your consistency has put you in front of their minds that only comes with consistency more trustworthy reason number two 
In the same way that consistency builds trust, inconsistency builds skepticism. When you choose a position and hold that position, you look strong. But when you jump from topic to topic, claim to be an expert on everything and ride whatever wave is popular that day, you look weak. There are ways to incorporate current topics into what you post about, which I will speak on in the following chapter. Mm -hmm. As we're doing on this episode, folks. But I understand that people trust, but understand that people trust you more when you stick to the topics that are within your wheelhouse and area expertise. Yes. Reason number three. Why staying on topic is important. Less opportunity to lose people. Hello, Kanye. Hey, hey, is this thing on? <laughs> hey, this thing on? Hello. No matter what you believe, there will always be somebody who believes the opposite. Refusing to stay on topic on topic only creates more opportunities for you to offend those people. Mm -hmm. In my career, I've offended people over sports, religion, musical taste and politics. And I realized that offending people that offended people don't support you. They don't buy your products or services. They go elsewhere. Now, I'm not saying you should never speak on anything outside of your wheelhouse. But what I am saying is. Is that you need to be aware that the more you do it, the more likely you will offend people who believe the opposite simply because everybody is different. Reason number four, more engagement. A funny thing happens when you speak about topics that people know you're an expert in. People engage you more. Conversations become more robust. People ask you more questions and care more about the discussion. Reason number five, more money. <laughs> People are more likely to support you when they have a clear understanding of exactly who you are and what you do. Consequently, they are less likely to support you when you're inconsistent about what you do. Mm. Number six, benefit from viral, treat, viral tweets. A while back, I saw a discussion on Twitter between two producers about, a vi about viral tweets. One of them said that it was almost impossible to go viral on Twitter. And the other one said it's not it said that it's possible, but not really worth it. He stated that he had several tweets go viral in the past, but none of the additional attention ever helped him since all he got was every argument was since all he ever got was arguments with random people and no additional followers. He didn't understand the benefit in having one of his tweets go viral. Oddly enough, in my experience with viral, my experience with viral tweets has been the opposite. Every time one of my tweets takes off, it's gained me hundreds of new followers. The reason this experience, his experience and mine are different is simple. All of my viral tweets are on topic. If I have a tweet go viral, it's almost always about hip hop. The people who see the tweet visit my page. And since I'm talking about the same topic, it's easier for me to capitalize from a viral tweet. There's more, but that's just that part. Um, why you should stay on topic, the benefits. Now, you've been doing it for a minute, Logic. What, what, what have you experienced so far since you stayed on topic? Um, honestly, just the fact that people continue to support me, you know, the yeah. fact that I do have a fan base that I can depend on to listen to my music, to buy my music, to just visit my page, watch my videos, watch my content, support my content, share my content with their friends. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's so important that you stay on topic because otherwise you you won't grow. There's no growth. It's hard to grow if you're so if you're erratic, because then, like you said in the chapter, then people don't understand what you're selling. Yeah. People have no idea what you're doing. People have no idea what you're about. 
And if the whole reason that we support people artistically is because we feel like we know them. We feel like we can engage them through their art. We feel like they're part of part of us. You know what I'm saying? Part of our friendship circle in a way. Yeah. Because we under we feel like we understand them. If you're being erratic and you're not on topic, nobody feels like they understand you, then it's hard to support you. Straight up. Straight the fuck up. And so, you know, we're gonna leave y'all with some specifics on this topic. Because this book gets into it. And the thing that for those of you who have the book, you know this, but this book it basically follows a formula, which is I discuss a topic on social media. We talk about why you should do it. Then it talks about how to do it. Mm-hmm. Then I give examples, specific examples of how to do it. And so uh, this one, because we don't want to just have this be a discussion about uh, Kanye fucking up. We want this to be a discussion about how you can use staying on topic to your advantage and how to do it yourself in case you're wondering, like, I feel like I, I got to go here. I got to go there. And so there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven specific ways to stay on topic. I won't read this whole thing. I'm just going to get into some of them. Uh, read a, a summary of them. Uh, number one way to stay on topic is to embrace the spotlight. If you've reached the point where people have chosen to follow you on social social media, best believe they've done it for a specific reason. You've done something that has set you apart from everybody else in the world. And while many people would tell you to downplay your position in that spotlight, I'm telling you to embrace it. Whatever it is you do that made people follow you, do more of it. Do it all the time. One of the biggest reasons artists struggle with staying on topic on social media is because they're afraid to sound like they're talking about themselves too much. They don't want to look selfish, but the key is to understand the difference between talking about yourself and being yourself. Talking about yourself can be selfish if overdone, but being yourself cannot. Being yourself means doing what makes you special without guilt. Number two way to stay on topic. Follow professional friends. Hence, key word there, professional. Mm -hmm. In most instances, the conversations we have every day are a function of the people we associate with. Hanging out with friends who are into sports leads to more in-depth conversations about sports. Hanging out with friends with children leads to more conversations about parenting. And hanging out with friends who are into hunting and fishing leads to more conversations about hunting and fishing. That said, one of the best ways to stay on topic is to be very selective about who you follow on social media. Instead of following regular people or professionals in a different field who constantly steer the conversation towards things that don't relate to your craft, follow more people who are professional in your field. Number three way to stay on topic is to follow your industry. Not only should you be following your peers, you should also be following news outlets and platforms in your industry. The benefit of doing this is that it keeps you abreast of relevant topics in your field and always gives you something to talk about that fits why people already follow you. Sure, I could follow a bunch of NBA accounts and share their posts because I love basketball, but sharing NBA content wouldn't resonate with my followers nearly as much as sharing music content because my followers are there because of music, not basketball. Number four, one, two, three. Number four way to stay on topic. 
dig deeper. One thing I've noticed about the artists who have had a hard time staying on topic on social media is that they all have a very surface level way of communicating about their art. They tell you that their new project is coming out and the date it's coming out, but they rarely tell you the story behind the project. They almost never get into the inner workings of what they do, content with just giving their followers simple updates on their art. And while their art may be amazing and their, per- their online persona lacks depth, the reason other artists can say the most amazing and interesting things about art is because they've dug much deeper into what it means to be an artist. There was a time when I shied away from going into detail about it, but not anymore. Now I have no fear of having deep conversations about making music because I know it's interesting to a segment of my followers. More importantly, it's better to go deeper on a topic you're comfortable with than to speak at a surface level about a topic that you know little about. Number five, put it in your art. Once upon a time, I was all over the place on social media. I would post about anything at any time. and didn't care what anybody thought. This led to many unnecessary debates with my followers about topics that weren't even important in the grand scheme of things. One day, I decided to start taking some of my most controversial takes and putting them in song form. Sure, they look great on the timeline, but I wanted to see if they would stir up the same debates if they were in a song. To my surprise, they didn't. Why not? Because putting my opinions in a song form gave people what they were looking for from me, which is art. Sometimes artists get caught up in the latest news or trends and think it's their job to post about it on their timelines, then get upset when people debate or challenge their opinion. But the truth is that they should probably be putting their opinions in their art instead. Practice publicly. Number six way to stay on topic. We talked about this concept on here many times. Whatever you do, whatever it is you do, get into the habit of practicing publicly. If you're rehearsing for a show, share it. If you just made something you really like, share it. This is important because most of what we do as artists is hidden from our followers. They have no idea what goes into the craft and how long it takes to create what we create. They only get to enjoy it at its final stage, which is released. That means they're missing out on important conversations and engagement by not sharing the process. And since we can't speak about the 99% of the creative process with our followers, we have no problem speaking about something else completely different. The benefit of practicing publicly is that the feedback and engagement we receive from it is so is is so far superior to what we get from posting about random topics that it almost forces us to stay on topic. And then the last way to stay on topic, folks, is to use post categories. Now, this is this is, you know, a page or two in here. But basically, I lay out a, a system to where you can have three categories of posts on whatever platform you're on. And you allocate a certain percentage. So what you do, 40 percent. Of the time you be posting about that, who you are, 20% of the time, and then your profession, 30% of the time, and then sales posts, 10% of the time. I break down what this is works for me. You don't have to follow this exactly, but the book just says, look, what works for you, um, you know, should work for you, allocate it as you see fit. And then there are exercises at the end of this chapter that kind of steer you into how to do that. It gives you a minute and, a, and an outline to do it and get better at it. You know, staying on topic. It's a, it's a controversial topic. Every time we speak on this, everybody wants to argue us and say, you know, well, I'm different. Mm-hmm. And you may be different, but uh, the pitfalls are the same. Yeah, the results are the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you could be different all you want. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> going, get to, how that, how that yeah. working for you? How yeah. that difference working for you? Yeah, that water going to get shut off like everybody else. You, you take it somewhere else. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? And so, uh, you know, I, I hope that this has been uh, eye-opening to some people. For those of you who bought the book already, this is just a refresher. You know, to everybody who supported, I thank you because the book has been doing pretty well. You know, um, despite me working and, and not being able to promote as much as I want to, you know, this year. Um, people have been catching it. People have been supporting it. And I hope you all continue to do so. And I hope that that's the lesson you take from this, this, this Kanye thing. Don't sit around and look at it like, oh, it's just specific to him. It's not. Everything we talked about today, everything in this book applies no matter what the fuck you do. And uh, there's a reason why staying on topic is is uh, done by, you know, the, the most successful corporations. And there's a reason why this shit is happening. And so, you know, people are going to continue posting content because when when somebody on Kanye's level is fucked up, it's big money, mm-hmm. a lot of money in, in this shit, a lot of attention, a lot of eyes. And some people make a lot of money on this shit. So don't expect this shit to die down no time soon. It ain't going to die down. And so what you should be focused on is how can I more effectively communicate with my followers? Fuck what he got going on. He, he fucked up. How can I avoid this type of situation? And, you know, our suggestion is to stay on topic because there is a high price to getting off topic. And that's it for this week. Yeah. You know, once again, we want to thank uh, the, the sponsors episode, producer DK and Ghetto Socks, new album, Listen to the Masters, out now vinyl streaming mp3 get it everywhere you know and uh see y'all next week or peace thank you for listening to super duty tough work subscribe to the podcast on itunes follow the podcast on soundcloud complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty, tough work. <laughs>